Aloha. From theballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number 448 of the program. Thank you for joining us. If you do not have it, write it down, put it in your phone. The email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. That's how you reach out to us via the written word. Also, you can call us 949-464-TBLS. That's the phone number. Really, we got some real strong regular voicemailers. Try to crack that rotation. Call us up. We love to hear from you. Don't be like, I don't like my voice. I don't like it. This is how I sound. You know, like I do this every week. Call us. It's it's about the content. 949-464-TBLS. Also, please subscribe to all the extra stuff we do here via the link in the show notes, Red Circle. That is where you get all the extra stuff we do here each and every week just for the people that support us. I am joined, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, um, but I... I feel a little sad because I was just reading and we we've talked about how when it happens to somebody attractive, you sh- it shouldn't be sadder, but I I'm really sad about Christina Applegate. Oh, she's got Her, MS. She's got MS and she's already dealt with shit. She, she, um, I believe she had a double mastectomy. Yeah, she did. She had the gene. She had the gene. Yep. So she's, she's been through a lot already. And and then I, I I was reading that she needs a cane now. Oh yeah. She she was saying you know I put um I've put on weight and you just you feel sad for anyone to oh, go yeah. through shit like that. But she's Christina Applegate. Yeah. Yep. And for men of a certain age, men of many ages, yes. She was a very important figure. Huge. And she was great, like, but like as an actress, really good. She was a good comedic actress, very good. She had, think of her and in Anchorman. She's I mean, great. of course Kelly Bundy is is how we all got to know her. Where she's super but, funny. You, like, like you couldn't just be hot and funny. do that. Yeah, she is funny. She's great. Yeah, and it's just it's it's sad. Like some some people, life just kicks your ass, and. She's she's already been through a shitload and she's clearly dealing with a tough situation. I've known people with MS and it's 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 brutal. It's it's tough. And, and you know, it's heartbreaking that she now needs a cane. Yeah. And she's she's like not that older than us, like older than us, but not that older. Yeah, she's probably like, what, 51 or 52? Yeah, I would guess something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. And she is. She is great because I, I was such a pervy little kid. When she became Kelly Bundy, I already knew who she was because she was on some like cop show <laughs> before that where I was perving on her. She was like some it was like some cop and she was the the older daughter of the cop. So yeah. oh, I didn't I didn't even know that. But yeah, yeah I was I was uh, a huge fan 
as soon as I saw maybe one episode of of Married with Children. Oh, yeah. But she was like, she was seriously talented. Whereas sometimes you have kids shows and they work for a six month stretch when the show comes together and then they just kind of don't work. Yeah. Yep. Like it just, it doesn't work out, but she was legitimately funny throughout that. And then she had a whole second act of her career where she did funny things. I, I most notably anchorman, but, but yeah, she was a legit funny actress and I don't, I don't know how, where, where, if her career can go anywhere, because it seems like she's got a pretty bad situation where she needs a cane and yeah. stuff, but she, I, I hope she can find something. I think they're pretty good with the medications. I know Selma Blair also has MS and I but think I, it kind I of have flares. A, yeah, I, I guess. Cause I have a, a buddy with MS and, um, I, I never think about him having MS hanging around him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know it's, you know, everybody's got their own struggles and stuff, but, but I, I, I just don't know. Is it like some people have a degree where they, they can't do anything or is it, does it come and go? Like you're saying, I, I don't know. I don't know either, but I think it, yeah, it, it definitely gets worse and better. I think I don't want to. Anyway, I'm wrong. sorry for the bummer, but I was yeah, just reading no. about it. And it's, and, and I, I also thought we should properly appreciate a, a, uh, a gr- great contributor to our lives. Yeah. She's an, she's an icon. And when people are icons, that is not by accident. Yes. She is. Agreed. She is iconic for a reason. And, but yeah, she played the hot daughter and she was very attractive, obviously, but she had to have the comedic chops. Cause that was a very, it's, you never talk about married with children in like the, you know, big, great comedies of all time. Right. But it was a fucking funny show. And all of the characters are so distinct and so perfectly written. Yeah. And when, when Fox started, Oh, yeah. It was crazy because it was it was just a new network and you were used to having three. Yeah, we didn't know that was and possible. It was a new network and they threw so much shit against the wall and it and almost everything failed. Yeah. But our, that show, yep. That show you're like, "Oh, this is a real show. This is something I want over anything network TV has." Oh, fuck, that, yeah. No, it was. And remember, they um, Terry Ricolta, they protested. It was it was like the um, it was like the Tipper Gore of TV. They were like, this is disgusting. How can this be on TV? My kids saw this. It's great. It was great. Groundbreaking. Yep. Um, A couple things. One, I got sick again. Uh Every everybody in everybody in my house. And everyone I know is sick. I do know a lot of people that are sick. Yeah. And I went to the movies. Oh, yeah. You're fucked. And I heard a kid hacking away. Oh, yeah. And I kept looking back. And there was no cover-up. Yeah. Um, and my son ha- has a pretty bad cold. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I know a lot of people that are sick. On his soccer team, kids are missing practice. So there's, there's a lot of sickness. Two, two people in my house had the flu. So I went to the urgent care because I was going to visit my grandma last weekend. The flu is bad. Yeah. And I go and I go, hey, I got the flu. Well, first of all, they're like, oh, you have flu-like symptoms? I'm like, yeah. They're like, well, wait in your car. We're going to test you for COVID. 
I'm like, but if I had flu, you'd just let me stay in here and give everybody the fucking flu. But they can't. That's a weird thing about doctor's offices. Yeah. Also, don't the nurses get sick? Doesn't seem like they give a shit. But they came out to my car and they test me for COVID. No, no vid. I had vid pretty recently, so I wasn't real concerned about that. But I go and I, I go, yeah, it's two people in my house have the flu. And they're, so I got it. And they're like, how do you know? I'm like, well, they got it. I have flu-like symptoms. I have a fever, chills, aches. And they test me. They're like, no, you don't have the flu. So I got some different shit. They're like, yeah, what do I have? West Nile? Yeah. What do I have? Yeah. They're like, there's so many viruses going around. You have no idea. But I was able, I was able to recover. But then you tell somebody that you were sick. And then it's like, you're just assumed to be sick forever. But why, why are so many people sick right now? Fuck, I know. Why are we know, like, there were, there's flu season. Yeah. And over the years, we'd get sick. Yeah. And then when COVID happened, I guess nobody was sick for a while if they didn't have COVID. Because there was a lot of masking and distancing. Yeah. So there was no cold one year. But people still got COVID. But you people didn't they get, get the colds. regular shit, too. Yeah, I guess. Like the cold. Yeah. Nobody got it yeah. in 2020. No. Nobody, nobody got and that's now everybody's got everything. That's what the doctor was saying is that every the the whole year's worth of viruses is happening right now. Usually he mm. says these are spread out for the whole year and they're all happening right now. But then I go I go to visit my grandma and everybody's like staying twenty feet away from me. They're like, Do you want some Sudafed? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm better yeah, hot tea, I'm good. Mm. I'm good to go. And then you're worried like if you have a little cough. People are going to freak out. Also, I've been ranting about this time change, Ed. You know, I've determined that the time change is actually a psyop, a big pharma psyop. Because (laughs) think about it. Hang on a second. Yeah. Big pharma. They're (laughs) just looking to make people better. That's that's all I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They definitely they're definitely not want to make. Yeah. They yeah. They don't want to put people on more things. They just want to heat their healers. So. I've determined that that's. Cause it gets dark earlier. Everybody's bummed out. So you got even more people looking to get on SSRIs, hmm. Xanax, whatever. Cause it's cause of the seasonal affective disorder. But then I go, I drive to Arizona to my dad's house and I want to throw on the UFC. And I know it starts at 10 o'clock Eastern time. And I'm like, what time is that here? And they don't change their clocks there. And he's like, well, sometimes it's three hours and sometimes it's two hours. And I'm like, what the fuck? How could you live in such a manner? How could, how could you exist in the sometimes it's two hours, sometimes it's three hours world? It's insane. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Um I also had another, that was apropos of nothing. I also had another run in. I, um, I was doing something here at the house, just some bills or something. And, you know, I used to always throw on the local news, but since I've cut the cord, I hadn't, I don't have access to the local news. So sometimes I'll throw on a podcast, whatever, or I'll just throw something on the TV just to have something on. And a lot of times 
That's the Sopranos. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. I haven't you seen it in years. I'd like to go back. Oh, it's great. I throw on the Sopranos and it's the, it's season six and they've the, the feds are digging up a body, Tony's first body in the basement of some building. And he gets wind of it. His contacts let him know. His police contacts let him know. So he decides to lamb it just in case they link him to this body that they're finding that some informants told him about. So he and Polly, they drive a shitty old minivan down to Miami to hide out. And while they're driving there, they stop at some hotel that they knew in Virginia and they pull up and they realize it's a different hotel and they're yelling out the window of the car to the bellman. Hey, is this the tally ho or whatever it used to be? And the bellman's like, nah. And then I realize the fucking bellman is Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. He, he shows, he just exists to annoy me. I should just like not be bothered, but I'm like, why is he here ruining the Sopranos now? So when he first broke onto the scene, I mean, maybe he was, maybe he was on the scene and I didn't know about it, but when Hamilton made him the household name, well, you're a big Broadway guy. He had some other play before that, (laughs) but I didn't, I didn't know shit about him either, but when I first saw him and everybody's talking about Hamilton, I was like, oh, that's the dude from Sesame Street because my kids were. Sesame Street age. And I remember he was the annoying guy who would rap. He's like, yo, Murray had a little lamb. And I remember that. I was like, that's the Murray had a little lamb rapper that I, I I was thought I was done with. Holy shit. He did. He did children's raps before his historical raps. Yes. Yes. I'm positive because when I saw Hamilton, I was like, that's the annoying rapper from Sesame Street. Everything doesn't need to be in rap form. Like when when a politician raps their commercial oh, for uh, Hang on. That what? woman? Yeah. She won. She needed to rap. Oh, she did? The the Kansas woman? Yeah. Remember that old lady that rapped and you played on the show? I think so. Yeah. I thought it was Utah. Are yeah. you maybe it was Utah? Yeah. I loved her rap. She was spitting. Was she was she spitting rhymes? Was she dropping she was bars? Great. She was great. I don't remember. I'm I'm pretty much anti any kind of rapping, even by actual rappers these days. My kids put on some music in the car. I'm like, every song sounds exactly the same. I don't like the mumble rap. It's just music is like a muscle you need to flex. You need to work out. I I just don't care to keep up. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's it's got to hit you. I said this. The only things that I keep up with are past their prime rappers that have new releases. So... If Lil Wayne came out with yeah. something a year ago, I'd be like, all right, I'll check it out. But I, I, I just, there's not really much Ken- Kendrick Lamar. Yep. He's probably the most contemporary, but at the same time, he's been out for a while. If there's like a oh, new yeah. on, a, on the scene person, I probably just, it's not connecting with me. Uh, my kids are into all of them and they're, they're horrible. Not all of them, but so the the vast majority are just like, and also they're like, not even, it's not cool to try. So it's like, yeah, this is, you know, it's, I can't be bothered to like put any effort into this performance because that's doesn't look cool. Well, yeah, my, my, uh, my son 
does guitar and he does like uh, School of Rock and does different yeah. shows. And then I'd be like, hey, why don't you invite some of your friends to this? You're going to be performing at a bar at, at the end of some after months of training, they go perform at a bar. But they don't like rock and roll. And I was like, why don't you invite some friends? And he's like, oh, I don't they don't know I do this. Like, I, what? He, he like tries to keep, keep certain part of his life separate. That's amazing. I was thinking because he's trying and he's doing something that he loves. Yeah, and that would be that would be horrible Bad for the look. Yeah. And he's good at it. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. good. Um, does, I was thinking of him. Does he listen to Rush? No. Oh, you got to turn him on to. So I, I never got into Rush, so well, I would give it I to wouldn't. hand him this because he's a musician and he's he, you know, likes technical playing. I was listening to Rush 2112. It's there's a song on there. It's called The Temples of Syrinx Overture. It's like 20 minutes long. He'll be into it. He'll like it. If he likes Metallica and all that stuff to Metallica, Megadeth. Yeah. All that. He'll like Rush. Okay, let's talk some sports. We've bored him enough here. Here we go. Wait, what button is it? My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. At some point, we got a review. At some point, we got to review Troy on this show, right? So it's it's on some streaming service, HBO or something. And so when I'm looking for something for us to to do, I've considered it. I know we've I, talked about I, it. I, I think it's about two and a half hours. So I learned my lesson I, on. And on I saw Armageddon. it in the theater. Yeah, I saw it in the theater and remember hating it. So that's going to be a long two and a half hours. Yeah. Even though it's Diane Kruger in her prime, yeah, it's going to be a tough watch. But I, I suppose we should do it sometime. Yeah, at some point we might have to bite the bullet. Um, Speaking, we of. got a few rests in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. You won't laugh no more. You won't smile. I haven't heard from this guy in a while. Anonymous. No. You won't laugh no more. And you won't fuck no more. So dearly. I'm out. Or have we heard from him and we just don't realize it? Who did we think he was briefly? Did we think he was Charles Kuralt? Oh, right. Yeah, possibly. Charles Kuralt Jr. Jr.? Yeah. Um, the, this guy, he was like a journeyman in the nineties, uh, RIP former NL stolen base leader, Chuck Carr. He was 55 years old. I think he was like eighties and nineties player, but with the Brewers in 1997, he had one of the all time quotes. He ignored a two Oh take sign from Phil Garner 
and famously said after the game when questioned, that ain't Chucky's game. Chucky hacks on 2-0. That's right. Because taking on 2-0 is so bitch. How yeah. often do you see a guy stand there with the bat on his shoulder because he's just waiting for them to throw him a strike? 2-0. Yeah, so they throw him a fucking strike. That's a free spot. It's going to be 2-1. and one. So that's what the count's going to be after the next pitch. So would you rather look at a belt-high middle-end fastball or try to jump fucking ship because you have a pretty good idea. He's bringing the cheese. That's right. Chucky Spin. hacks on 2-0. R.I.P. Chuck Carr. I'm a, I'm a big old. baseball guy, too. And I, I, I'll i be honest. I do not remember Chuck Carr. All right. That's still very sad. And I just looked him up. It's because he looks so much like Juan Pierre. <laughs> also also like a leadoff speedster type. But I saw in his obituary because it was in a New York paper yeah, he played with the Mets, but I think he was a stolen base champion with the yeah. Marlins yep. Brewers. So we talked about he's he just was a guy that had speed and to get your bag. teams. Yeah, teams would use him, but he was not integral to any right. team's long term. Pro- probably plan. tried bunting for a base hit. Yeah, quite. Often. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chuck big. Carr definitely did. For sure. RP UFC fighter Anthony Rumble Johnson, 38. Yeah, Do you which, know who he is? Yeah. Oh. He was he was a heavyweight. He was a contender in the UFC. And then he retired to pursue his dream of being a bodybuilder. And he looked like a bodybuilder in the ring already. So that made a lot of sense. But then I think he realized that there's about two guys that have ever made a nickel as a professional bodybuilder. So he came back to MMA and uh, apparently passed away. That's very sad. Young guy, 38, 38. Yeah. yeah. And then another person that was very important to our childhood, RIP Fred Hickman, 66 oh, yeah. years old sportscaster. He was the CNN. Was yep. he headline news also? Uh, maybe later, but it was. You remember, you could you could watch SportsCenter or CNN highlights at whatever it was, eleven o'clock. Yeah. And then on the West Coast, we had a Prime Ticket, which later became Fox Sports. So it was like you just whoever you liked the best that was anchoring that night. That's who you watch. And I believe Fred Hickman would anchor often with the great Vanner Wright on CNN. Vanner Wright and also Nick. Uh, oh yes, he died too with the great hair. Yes. But I, I liked Fred Hickman. He was, he was, a, he was a straightforward guy. So yeah. when you had a clown on ESPN that you didn't want to deal with, yeah, yeah. He, he was Fred was the guy you, you wanted. He, and then I think eventually Fred Hickman went to ESPN. But I think so, too. He did. He d- will be remembered for. I don't want to say fucking. But p- preventing Shaquille O'Neal from his unanimous MVP with his. <laughs> single vote for Allen Iverson, which in hindsight, I mean, Allen Iverson was pretty fucking good. He was five ten. He was he was cool to watch. He was quick. Um, R of R I P to three Virginia football players, current football players. This was a horrible story this weekend. Former UVA uh, football player murdered three current players Ed. on Sunday. When did we become the multiple murdered scholar athletes show of record over here? Are you starting my comedy sports talk show with a mass shooting? <laughs> shooting. No, but I, I've, I've read and it's like all rumors. There was hazing that had, oh, there was some hazing, hazing yep. that led to it. So I thought we should just once again talk hazing. 
It's so, some, it's so it's gay. Some bullshit. It's so gay. It's, yeah. It always ends up with everybody doing something that they'd really rather be doing. And that's something gay. Hey, eat yeah. my jism, you know, here, hold my dick. Everybody hold each other's yeah. dicks. Like what? <laughs> like just be gay. It's cool to be gay. Yeah, it's cool. Nobody cares. Cool. There, there have now been NFL players that are out. It's being, so, yeah. It's like so my, just, my kids go with it. growing up, it's like, it's no big deal that anybody's gay. Nobody cares. No. Nobody no. cares who's gay. So everybody that's ever been in a fraternity, feel free. Just live your life because eventually you're going to haze somebody that's a crazy person and yep. he's going to come back to the nation's oldest university and kill some people. Right. Right. That's true. Right. They, Did I make that up? I believe it is. You uh, it, did sound, it sounds true because they yeah. put Thomas Jefferson's name all over it, which I think there was some problematic things going on on that campus. Yeah. With TJ. Yeah. Well, it was a different time. Well, you'd say it's a different time, but then Charlottesville was yeah. where the Jews. That's true. Ed. Will not replace us rally happened. But the both yes. sides, both sides, uh, just good people on both sides with, with the khaki, good people and khakis people. on both sides. So this guy, a 50 year old Chinese grandpa ran a three and a half hour marathon while smoking a heater the entire time. It was smoking multiple heaters. He was chain smoking the entire race. This dude is people are now, if you look at him, the smoking seems to have aged him. Because he doesn't look 50. Yeah, he looks 50 is pretty shape. young. Three and a half hour is a very good marathon. He looks 70. I know Joe Strummer once with no training ran, I believe it was the Paris Marathon in um, in a furry, in a, in a mascot costume. I, de- I definitely would say a three and a half hour, 26.2, while back to backing 150 so or so merit lights. Trump's Joe's, uh, you know, Mr. Met suit or whatever he wore. But that's a so hard, I, that's a hard 50. I had a, a buddy who trained pretty hard for a marathon and was like in good shape. And I think he was right around three hours. So Damn. somebody chain smoking the whole time. Yeah. That's well, they're built different. That's- I think, I, I think I once read cause everybody in China smokes. I think I once read that there are more smokers in China than there are Americans in the United States of America. And it's got to be even worse now because smoking has declined over yeah, here. You just don't see it. Uh-uh. You don't see it. It's kind of, you know, what's sad is they've really, and I've, you know, these vice laws, I'm kind of, I've kind of like changed my tune on. But it is kind of sad, like where I live, you drive by an apartment complex and you're not allowed to smoke anywhere on the grounds. So everybody would be standing out on the sidewalk at like 10 o'clock at night in their sweats, <laughs> puffing on that sad cig. They just can't get it up. They, they, can't, yeah, they can't switch to vaping. The process has gotten sadder. It's, it it's used super to be sad. the cool thing and yeah. now it's sad. Yeah. I mean, it's, you definitely don't want anybody smoking indoors. But it's always like a little shocking when somebody lights one up, you know? So when I took, oh, I was in college and I took the channel from London to Paris oh, yeah. and I was in the non-smoking section and the smoking section was a curtain in front yeah, of us. Good old days. So when that, when that train is going pretty fast, oh, yeah. smoke was just in my face. Oh yeah. Pr- 
pretty. It was comical because the Parisians. Oh, they don't give a fuck. They smoke. They don't give a fuck. They smoke in the elevator. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Um, Michael Jordan's son Marcus and Larsa Pippen are now dating. Wow. Now they're feuding, right? Because of the 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 treatment in the the last. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I def. I mean, it was pretty fucked that Michael Jordan made a documentary about himself Mm -hmm. and then like one whole episode of that documentary was about the time Scottie Pippen wouldn't go back in the game because they didn't call a play for him when Michael Jordan was not even on the team. I know, but Scottie Pippen was such a bitch for doing that. That was pretty bitch. Co-coach knocked it down. Um, I'm wondering if this is Jordan because, you know, he's very vindictive and there's a long held Rumor that Scotty has a giant penis and the great entertainer Madonna was very enamored with Scotty's giant penis. And when they would come to New York, she would send a car to pick him up and bring him and his giant penis to her. And Jordan was very jealous of that because he had everything on Scotty Pippen. He was better. Scotty Pippen was his sidekick. Or Scotty you, Pippen was fucking Madonna. But do you think? Yes. That this also could be. You have to think Michael Jordan's sons hate his guts. Well, th- he he was such a bad teammate. Yeah, and he couldn't. Uh, I mean, he and his sons couldn't have been too nice to Juanita. To, right, and his sons didn't live up, so they had all the pressure. Yeah. I would guess that at least one of his sons hates his guts. I would think so. I mean, most dads with sons, or if you have enough children, one of them's going to hate your guts. This Larsa Pippen, I think, is like probably in her middle forties, and she, but she's she holds it she's like the she's like Pete Davidson to to NBA yes, players. She's forty eight. She looks fantastic for forty eight. She, she looks great for forty eight, yeah. but we've. Her name has come up a lot. Oh, yeah. She's 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 definitely like in the circuit in a Pete Davidson kind of way. Oh yeah, her and Gloria Govan. Right. Yeah. There's you don't a, want to get on the wrong side uh, of that one. Uh uh. Not worth it. That Barnes coming at you. Yes, for sure. Well, good for Larsa. She knows where the money is. Um The Charlotte Hornets wore jerseys that abbreviated the city to the letters C L T. And the team was bombarded with sexual jokes. I mean, go clits. Like, how does this happen, Ed? It only says clit. It can't possibly be interpreted any other way. Charlotte, nobody, nobody would say that. If if you see the abbreviation on like the ticker, it's going to be like C-H-A. It's not C-L-T. C-L-T. I mean, what? That spells clit. You've written the word clit on your jersey. Who? How many people had to sign? How many human oh, brains yeah. were involved in putting there, clit on the jersey? There were 20. I would guess, I least. would say at least 20. Nobody and, raises their hand and goes, hey, that says clit. And it also, I get it. It's a way to make money. But the the jerseys, the glut of jerseys in the NBA. And then they make shit up. Many. What's the city, 
the city what is it doesn't like golden state have the city yeah, on it the city, the city. what city yeah. and We're since the city it would be new york city but even that would be obnoxious and then one time the knicks the, the city editions they it said on the jersey the city that never sleeps or something like that some <sighs> horse shit like this is not this is not for grown men to be wearing no. that's that's a sad nickname. It is sad. It's, it's also they can sell them in China. And also, what some teams have no colors. Like, what's what are the Atlantic Hawks colors? Well, they used to be like that kind of reddish orange and yellow. And gold. yellow. Well, now they're any color. They're any every day. They're a different color. Same with the Jazz. Different colors yes. every day. The Rockets. Different colors every day. What happens? Absurd. You should have colors. Your team has colors. Yes, I agree. There's no identity. Um. Yeah, it's it's really dumb. It's, um, we can talk again about how my joy when the Lakers won the bubble championship because they were the only team that could stomach sleeping with their own wives for the entire time. <laughs> Remember yeah. when we had the guy who like didn't he have his like <laughs> he had some side piece dress up as a delivery man yes. or something? Yeah. Yes. I think that might have been Jimmy Those Butler. guys are losing their no, shit in there. I think Jimmy Butler was having sex with Rachel Diane Sawyer's daughter-in-law, Rachel Dolezal? Nichols. Nichols. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were doing what they they were doing what they had to do down there. But everybody's like, "Oh, we got to win it. We got to win it in the Mambas." Because for Kobe, Kobe designed these uniforms. Kobe. Oh, he said, "Make one in black," because it was just black. It was just a Lakers. Jersey that was black with yellow with gold Lakers. Maybe on they it. should have a jersey that has like yellow with oh. black helicopters on it, <laughs> or it's just like a stain, like right at your front waistline, <laughs> uh, or uh, a, a, a load of towels from the Veil yeah. uh, delivery service. <laughs> it's just a it's particularly high chair back. Um, but. Th- Thankfully, Jimmy Butler went off in that game, and they were not able to clinch the championship in the Mambas. What were the Mambas? They were black? They're just black. And the whole thing was like, Kobe designed these. These are Kobe's. Kobe designed these. They're just a black version. It's just a, he won a black jersey. He got a black jersey. Yeah. It's sad. No designing going on. Hold hold on. I want to give you a test because we're talking about how you couldn't see anything but the word clit on that jersey. Yeah. It's really just clit. Okay, listen to this and tell me what you hear. Here's Cal Worthington at his dog spot. If you need a better car, go see Cal. For the best deal by far, go see Cal. If you want your payment slow, if you want to say some dough, go see Cal, go see Cal, go see Cal. Any model, any make, go see Cal. Give your pocket plug a break. See, and it's a pussy cow. There you go. What? There you go, Ed. There you go. These commercials ran on every fucking cartoon, on every like Popeye, the local channels, Davy and Goliath, that kind of shit. This guy, Cal Worthington. Also, they'd say, here's Cal Worthington and his dog spot. And he'd come out with an actual tiger or a chimp. Yeah, he was like the original Tiger King. For my entire life. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. 
Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. I thought that commercial said pussy cow and everybody thinks they say pussy cow. They're saying go see cow. No, they're not. Go see, and I can hear it now. But growing up, I it, I just thought it was pussy cow. Save some money, save some time, save a nickel, save a dime. Lower prices every time. Go see cow. Those are lockies on the blink. Go see cow. Pussy cow. I just hear pussy cow. Oh my god, he's there with Shamu. That didn't work out. Oh, black water. Um. Did yeah. uh? Well, it's not as bad as the '80s commercial for the. Um, the weight loss pill called AIDS that came out. Yeah. Yeah. A Y D S. No, it wasn't a weight loss pill. It was diet candy. AIDS Diet candy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like, if you want to lose weight, get AIDS, get some AIDS. Get AIDS. It was bad. Wow. Yeah. That was, t- you know, the naming of things you get stuck with those. Yep. You get, you get tied to those names. Uh, Yasiel Puig pleads guilty to illegal gambling. Where's he in? Is he in Korea? Korea. But I read a thing. First of all, I read that he'd lost like 300 grand gambling. And he, um, and he was also another story I read called him the mastermind of the Mm -hmm. gambling ring. Now, mastermind. I, I didn't. I didn't get that vibe from him. Yaz Puig. He's he's the guy that the Dodgers had to have a team meeting about because guys were coming out of the bathroom stall and not washing their hands. That was that meeting was called because of people <laughs> witnessing Puig do that. More than no scrub occasion. club. Yeah, yeah. Didn't want. He didn't. Didn't think he needed <laughs> to wash up after that. He came from a raft. So it's- it, yes, he floated over. Via via Tijuana. I read I read that whole story. That 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 was crazy. Yeah, it was. And then he got to Mexico and he immediately put on thirty pounds of muscle. Look, I'm not saying he wasn't the mastermind, but it's <laughs> what mastermind loses three hundred grand at something? Like it's, right. that's not that's not mastermind. So that reminded me, and I, I want I was wondering if this if this would be like um, Dan Marino's love child. Do you remember when Rick Tockett and Wayne Gretzky's wife, Janet Jones, were busted running an illegal gambling ring? Yes. I think Rick Tockett went to jail for that. Yeah, Gretzky's wife didn't, though. She No. Janet Jones? She had the greatest as her husband, so. That's right. Rick Tockett. I'm Googling it right now because we need to catch people up on that. Puig kind of, he'll be forgotten Soon enough. I mean, he's probably already forgotten by a lot of people. He was kind of like RG3. He, he, when he burst on the scene, yeah. it was, he, he was like a crazy big deal. Yeah. And then it didn't take long for him to just fade completely. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't a great teammate. He was a little hard to control. They called him the wild horse. I mean, he could throw people out at the plate from the warning track, but he couldn't really like harness it. He couldn't get it all together and just stay under control. He would often 
miss the cutoff man because he's like, why throw it to that guy when I can throw it all the way to where I want it to go? But then a lot of times it wouldn't go there. He'd break the bat over me. Wayne Gretzky's wife and about ha- a half dozen NHL players allegedly placed bets. They always point this out, but not on hockey. With a nationwide, you mean you play the thing? You're not going to bet on the thing you know the best? the fuck out of here. With a nationwide sports gambling ring financed by Phoenix Coyotes assistant coach Rick Tockett. Oh, didn't Gretzky play for Phoenix towards the end? He was the GM. Oh, right. I mean, he might have played there too. I don't remember. Gretzky's wife, actress Janet Jones, was among those implicated. This is before they got locked up. I, I'm pretty sure Rick Tockett did time. I think Janet just had to have Wayno cut a check. By the way, Wayno was on Smartless this week. Pretty good yeah. interview. Pretty good. I don't. I you know I only listen when it's somebody I like and I like Wayne yeah, Gretzky. I'd be, I'd be curious to yeah. about that. I, I listen to probably like one out of every three of those. And I yeah. I like the show. It's yeah. just yeah. I, you know I don't care that much about most guests. Yeah, this is that Sean Hayes can be a lot. But by the way, I I really like the um, Spade David uh, Dana Carvey podcast. Had had to punt. I'll take, yeah, I'll take your thoughts first. I like it, but they had Chevy Chase on, and I had to turn it off after like ten minutes because he's an asshole. He. It's funny that he. It's known that he's an asshole, and you think, okay, maybe he's trying to make amends because people have just given up on him. And he's even more of an asshole now than ever. He really is. So David Spade is so, he's just one of the most naturally funny people there are. I love him. You, you get why, I mean, we never did find out if he was a loud comer, but you get why he is able to clean up in the way he does because he is so just naturally charming. That show, when I try to listen to it, Dana Carvey is trying way too hard to be funny all the time. It's He's, a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. It's, it's too much of him. I agree, but I, I just, I like, I like Spade and I like, I, I listened to a good one where Bill Hader was there, which He's he's great. very funny. Yeah. John Mulaney. I liked. Yeah. So yeah, I've I, definitely, I listen, that's I've listened all, to that's a bunch also of them. based on the, based on the guest as well. Yeah, I, for I, I sure. don't care about some, but, but, uh, but Chevy Chase, I thought, I wonder what he'll be like. Is there any contrition? Because I read a few years ago, oh, he gave up booze. He had an abusive uh, relationship yeah. with his dad and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so you're thinking like, all right, so maybe he's got some insight. He had a crazy successful career for a while. Very. No, he's he's just like talking shit to them and making making a, a spade seem like he was a nobody. It's 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 absurd. It's Well, it is, especially because... Of all the people to, you know, the big hitters to come out of that show, he's Chevy Chase is probably the least talented. He was he's very handsome, again very charming, and but, he just had a run of great scripts. Yeah, but he was they he did one year on Saturday Night Live. He was the breakout star. They put him in some good movies. What's that one that freaks me out? Foul Play. Yeah, with Goldie Hawn and the yes, uh, and the and the that terrifying. <laughs> Albino. Yeah, the albino. Does albino have a different name now? Are we? And then Dudley Moore, who's like a full-on rapist. Same guy every time. So we're just <laughs> one a drunk that likes to get it all the time. But I'm looking for. It must not be in this room. 
that, that Saturday Night Live book, Live from New York, it's probably four inches thick. There's not one single nice word about Chevy Chase in that book. Yes. Not, not yeah, they, one person has anything nice whereas, to say about him. Whereas Dan Aykroyd's been in some bad projects. Yeah. You'll never hear a bad word about him. Great guy. They talked about how he was generous. He wrote some of the funny sketches for other people. Yes. He was he was great. Chevy Chase, everybody's like, yeah, Chevy's Chevy. Chevy's Chevy. Bill Murray, polarizing, right? Some people love him. Some people really don't like him. Yes. Chevy Chase, there's only one side. There's no polarizing at all. There's only one pole. The negative and, pole. And Bill Murray rubs people the wrong way, but he also is has the ability to make people laugh and has given good performances over the years. Immensely Whereas Chevy it. Chase was like stuck in time. If if you saw him do shit yeah. if, for the last 30 years, you'd be like, ah, this guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He had a thing, but it wasn't the thing people thought was his thing. Let's do some emails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Whoa, he's Manuel in Gardenia. Whoa. Once again, I was able to run to the bathroom, this time not to urinate, but to blow my nose. While singing the Manuel in Gardenia song, we haven't heard from him in a while. He's he's got a different shift. He hates Elon, and Elon is in the news every day. Yeah, that's true. Elon is really in the news for bad reasons. So you'd think he'd be on there, right? Also, the Dodgers flamed out in the NLDS. Figured he'd have thoughts on that. Nothing. He's okay. He's a big, he's a big wee guy and you, you're jealous of us. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. See, I want more of that. Let's see. At one time he called in with one of those good hypotheticals and we were like, wow, this is good. More More of this bacon or sausage. It's great. It's interesting conversation. Never again. Never again. Okay. Voicemail. Hey, Ballas. It's Katie Shady in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, I keep Katie Shady, the winner, the controversial winner of the. I don't know if it was controversial. I just remember somebody pointing him out, but I I told you it the, their their tweet had nothing to do with me, and so I just ignored it. So it wasn't somebody because people were asking me. They're like, "Who ratted? Who's talking shit?" And I go, "I gotta ask Ed. I keep forgetting. It wasn't like a DM situation." No, it's just somebody tweeted and, and said something like, now we know because it came up that, that she was good friends with your lady friend. That's right. And somebody said something like, well, now we know why she won the. Unbelievable. And 
and I looked at it and I, I processed for a second and being super selfish, um, I thought, well, does this have anything to do with me that I have to respond right. to it? And it had nothing to do with me. And so I stopped and then I brought it up to you like three weeks later. Yeah. And when I got on those Dolomite, uh, Oh yeah. Follow Friday. Those, those things like it's hundreds of tweets. I can't look through my mentions. And so it just was lost through time. It's a lot. But again, I didn't care cause it didn't apply to me. I just yeah. remembered reading it. No, I respect that. I am. Um, and I, I'd already said it on the show and I'll say it again. All somebody needed to do was review our show in two different on two different platforms. <laughs> That's all it would have taken. And that was what I asked. Also, then email me a screenshot of the review. It's a pretty simple task. Was not performed by even a single human being. Not one. To my knowledge. Now I do I do know Katie Shady, but not as well as I know Stu. Not nearly as long as I've known Stu, so hold up, guys. There's 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 no fixes here. It'd be the other way around. The the unfix. I just don't I again I I don't know why anyone cares. Yeah, <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. Only Stu who kept calling about it, but he Great just guy. didn't leave the reviews. Well then he saw the second name, even though I had described it was oh if if the implication is that Stu yeah it wasn't Stu no it was of just course some not. random no, 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 it was no. like a random person Stu's that above. was like Bob three oh six two eight I didn't even it, it doesn't matter oh. I I honestly don't know who it is or care I just I didn't care yeah I don't either well I kind of do because it's fun here's Katie I was calling because you were talking about rotisserie chickens first of all I think I got colitis just listening to the fact that that guy is going to eat 40 rotisserie chickens in such a small period of time because we know that those are just basically like the feeder guinea hens that nobody else wants. I mean, they're disgusting. But it reminded me of... It's it's protein. (laughs) I I, I mean, I I probably haven't had one in three months, but I'll have it a few times a year. It's protein. I know a guy... I won't name him, but just people that are tuned into the show might know who I'm talking about. He'll go to the store. He'll buy a rotis chick. And while driving home from the grocery store, he will consume every limb. Is this uh, a budding situation? Of the chicken. And deliver to his family only a torso. Is this somebody that look, partakes in budding look, work? Look, I'm not naming names here. He's a, he's a torso for the family. Thighs, legs, wings for me. I kind of respect it. Yeah, I kind of respect that move. It's not. It wouldn't be my move, but I kind kind of <laughs> respect it. So I got another I'm one. gutting this motherfucker. Got, you take the scraps. Yeah. I got another one. I used to work with a guy. This is the guy that I believe I described the time he ate three habanero peppers back to back to back. He was from Thailand. Guy could, guy could cook. The guy could eat. 
and a Kenny Rogers Roasters opened up near the place we worked. And he's like, hey, let's go get a chicken. Yeah, he's like, let's go get a chicken. And I go, if there's any fucking beard hairs in this chicken, I'm sending it back. It's because Kenny Rogers had a beard. But we go over there and we then we get our chickens and we sit down, we eat our chickens. And then he goes like this, hey, you going to eat your bones? And I'm like, well, f- what? And he's eat like, the yeah, bones. This. And then he starts cracking the bones and like sucking the marrow out of the bones. And I'm like, just, hey, you, you're good. Like we don't, we don't eat the bones here. So we're not animals, but I witnessed that. Okay. Here's Katie. When Jeannie Bueller and I used to live together and she moved out and I had to find a new roommate and the woman I found had just moved to town from Kansas city and she was obnoxiously into rockabilly. Like, she wore very colorful clothing and like plastic flowers in her hair, and she was pretty was she like obese. Uh, <laughs> a big girl, and you know that's fine. And everything. this was a, this was a thing. There was definitely a rockabilly thing of, that of people did. Younger people? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't in like the mid late nineties, early two thousands. I didn't realize that was a, is that like Garth Brooks like era. Yeah, yeah. I oh. don't. I, yeah, I, I. I don't remember. And they were the real tied movie. to it. They'd get. The, they'd have the car, the ha- the greased hair, like all of it. The poodle skirt. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, um, it, it was a thing. I just sent you a screenshot. I I got followed by somebody on Twitter that might rival uh, Philippi. That first mention I sent you the screenshot. Okay, hold on. I'll play the rest of this message. Think that it was a lot yeah. to look at. Anyway, she would eat like 10 or 3 chickens a week. And our apartment would always be in the state of smell of rotisserie chicken. Whether yeah, it was fresh, yeah, you, you know, you once they're in the grocery store, they're like a week old, so she'd get it home. And then she'd throw it away, and it would start to rot in the garbage can, and it was just constantly stinking. And um, this was, like, when Girl Interrupted came out, and there was that part where uh, Brittany Murphy has discovered that she's got chicken under her bed. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of how I felt. And so I told everyone about it behind her back, and I found out that everyone was calling her the radio clown because of her rockabilly look. Wow. But I she, she probably killed herself. had to uh, move out. <laughs> wow. She got my apartment. But, yeah, that's my... Uh, take on rotisserie chicken and the trauma that I have from it, and I just wanted to share that with you. Anyway, you hope you're doing good. You have to throw out, you have to throw out the the carcass of the rotisserie chicken because it's too pungent. Oh yeah, but you you, you live in a place where you probably have a chute or a communal yes. bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the once a week, so my remedy for that is anything like that, like wings. Rather than because one time I had to I had a cat come in my house because it was eating the chicken wings out of my trash and I thought that there might be more inside the bathroom oh and I had God. to I had to herd it out with a golf club. The trick to that is you take all the bones and you f- put them in a bag and freeze them and then put them out in the trash bin on trash day, which in my neighborhood is Thursday. So if you have if you have wings on Sunday, you can't let that fester in the bin all week, especially in the heat. 
I never the, even thought about that. Yeah, it doesn't just go away. It attracts varmints. We've got a lot of varmints out here. My case, a cat one time. That's a trick. I, I wasn't thinking of Girl Interrupted, which I've never seen all the way through, but I do know the part you're talking about. I was thinking about I've the, never seen that movie. Yeah. I was thinking about the after school special where the girl had bulimia and the big reveal is they opened up her closet and yes. there were jars. There were jars of vomit in her closet. My favorite after school special was when uh, Michael landed was when the brother had the uh, emptied out dictionary with the with the drugs in it. Oh, yeah. And then the younger brother got to it and they found him floating in the pool. Yes, I remember that one. And Ben Affleck doing steroids and like beating friends up in the locker room. That was a good one, too. Yeah, that is good. Okay, here's another one. Yo, B, Darbo. Oh, Darbo. What up, Ed? Uh, On the last show or two shows ago, you guys were talking about kind of random restaurants. So if you had to rank an order, rank these. P.F. Chang's. Okay. Chili's. Okay. Cheesecake Factory or Islands. Okay. I'm a big fan of Islands, by the way. Okay. And a little known fact, back in the day after I graduated college, I didn't have a whole lot of money. I was um, living by myself and my girlfriend at the time, wife now, was kind of helping her a little bit. And we got paid like twice a month, not like two weeks, like we get, everybody gets paid now. We got paid like twice a month. And so Hold on. Paid, twice a month is every two weeks. No, no, no. It's, it's like first and 15th. It's, it's not exactly that. Okay. Because you'll have a 31 day. Right. Twice. So sometimes twice you get three week, paychecks every, every a month. Two, every, every two weeks is 26 paychecks. Yeah. Twice, twice a month is 24 paychecks. Mr. 800 on his SATs right here. Nice job. <laughs> I, when I worked at UPS, what can Brown do for you? We got paid once a month. Oh, and I was like 22. Like that goes quick. It's hard to budget. Okay. Let him continue. It was kind of a big deal. I'd go play golf at the local Muni and then I go to Coco's and really treat myself to kind of a big dinner. You don't have Coco's on the East coast. Do you Ed? No. And I, well, I didn't, I is islands. Uh, that's an, so, I've never heard of that. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. Never heard of it. Okay. And then, like, at the end of the pay period, I go to 7-Eleven, no golf, get a six-pack of Coors Light. Maybe it's a 12-pack. I don't really remember. Uh, and a Marie Callender's TV dinner. Again, the West Coast chain, Ed. Or, yes. Um, but I have had Marie Callender's pot pies oh, yeah. in the frozen That's section true, of yeah. the supermarket. Good point. Oddly, they were both about the same goodness between the Marie Callender's and Coco's dinner. Anyways, yeah. Rank the restaurants. Okay. Well, you've never been to Islands. It's a burger joint. It's a it's a Hawaiian burger joint. It's pretty good. Oh, on what uh is it like five guys? Is it like uh um, No, it's a sit down. It's I'm trying to think of yeah. something comparable. It's like it's like Fud a Ruckers? red robin, but way better. A red robin's yeah, trash. Fu- that's what I'm saying. Fud Ruckers, you build your own. So not really like Fud Ruckers because you just order. It's kind of like a Chili's, but everything's burgers. Hmm. It's been a long time. I, I've definitely been to Chili's in my life, but I've definitely been less than four times in my life and definitely not in the last 15 years. 
Yeah. So I don't know if I have an opinion on Chili's. This is a tough list because P.F. Chang's, when they debuted, was pretty good. But it is garbage now. I haven't. That's something I haven't had in eight, nine years. I remember liking it fine. Yeah, but it went downhill. I... I think I said I liked Cheesecake Factory. It's just not part of my everyday existence because you could find you could get like a decent omelet there. I remember it's I, I agree with you. I would say it might have the best food on this list. My one counter. It's always in a mall. Got to <laughs> go to a, a mall. The atmosphere is a huge bummer. Yep, it's a huge bummer. I'm going to go. Islands one, Chili's two, Cheesecake Factory three, P.F. Chang's four. I will say this, Coco's, very good. My dad managed many Coco's for many years, and I once painted the exterior and interior of several Coco's restaurants in the- What is Coco's? Like what kind of- It's like a coffee shop, kind of like a- um, like a way better Denny's. Okay. Like you, you wouldn't compare a Coco's to a Denny's, but it's the same type of stuff, but Coco's is way better. Uh, I once painted maybe like three or four Coco's restaurants in Phoenix in the summertime as a summer job. Yeah. It must've been really nice and pleasant. Yeah. It was like a hundred and something. Life wasn't working out for me at that point. Okay, thank you for that, Darbo. That's always good. I like those hypotheticals, but you got to do like national. Like that, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, you got a little regional. Yeah, big time. Okay, here is, let's do some not sports. Well, it's time, it's time for not sports. Not sports segment, segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Yeah, just keep that going because we got a lot of them. Yeah. And we'll start with the hammer of the weekend. I think it was this weekend. Yeah, I think it was. R.I.P. Leo Gallagher. And here's the showstopper. In the year 2022, the melon-smashing comedian was 76 years old. That means he was like in his mid-30s when he was selling those VHSs. That's insane. insane. Not as insane as somebody purchasing a VHS of watching somebody smash watermelon. He was a big deal. Why do you drive in a parkway and park in a driveway? Now let me go smash a melon. Exactly. Yeah. What a gig. Gallagher too needs to step up. He was the biggest comedian in the world for a while though. There is a void. Yeah. Gallagher uh, too needs to step up. R.I.P. Gallagher. Very sad. Uh, I did like that R- you go with the Leo Gallagher. Cause I will always do that when there's a one name <laughs> person. I met, I met a, um, a roadie. We, we befriended a roadie for Morrissey not long ago. Oh. And he was like, Oh yeah, I work for Morrissey. And I would go like this. Stephen Morrissey? And he go, yeah. And then he'd say his name again. And I go, oh, you mean Stephen Morrissey? And he go, yeah. Because I like to prove to you that I know someone's full name. That I know. I yeah. know. Yeah, I know. Um, Morrissey, 
seems about as insufferable as they come. But I do, I do like some of his miserable music. Oh yeah, he's great. He's a crooner. He's a crooner. He's, he sings depressing songs. He's fantastic. But he seems like a real asshole. He left the stage this weekend in L.A. at the Greek Theater because it was like too cold. Five songs or something. Yeah, it was too cold. Well, you booked a you booked a show in November outside. Yes, and then, like, sorry, he, too cold. he would he would bail on an arena at the last minute because they served hot dogs. Yeah, I I asked the guy that worked for him. I go, are you uh, are you plant based? Are you vegan? And he's like, yeah, we all are. Of course, yeah. I bet he can't they, even I bet be they around cheat. somebody who's touched a hot dog. Yeah. No, it's mean as murder. He, he made shirts. Um, R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. He was the longtime voice actor of Batman, 66 I, years old. I saw a I saw ton this. of buzz about him, and I've, I've, I've never seen any animated Batman, people, so I don't. People know who does the voice of cartoons? Besides well, Casey Kasem I, and Mel Blanc? I know, I know the Simpsons people. Sure, but because they were on the Tracy Ullman show. Right. And they're Scientologists. And and (laughs) oh, yeah. How about when they like there's a big election and uh, what's her name? The Bart Simpson woman. Nancy Cartwright. Cartwright will leave voicemails for people. It's like, hey, dude, I need you to vote against gay marriage. I like. Yeah. I like when they're like, she gave 10 million dollars to this cause or whatever. Yeah. But she made 98 million dollars that year. It's like crazy. they make so much money. They make all the money. All of it. Um, R.I.P. John Aniston, uh, Days of Our Lives actor and Jen's dad, dad. of Jen. 89 years he old. He was in a coma on Days of Our Lives, his character, for like 30 years. They just put him. I think they didn't like him or he had a contract dispute or something. So they just put him in a coma. And then he came back. I think they dusted yeah, him off. You're right. Um. But yeah, I believe he, they were estranged. I read. Uh, I read the mom. There was a problem oh, with the mom. That could be it. But I, I read she loved the dad, and and <laughs> this is this is how popular she is. Because I read something about comparing the Instagram posts of when her mom died three, four years ago versus her dad, oh. and it seemed like she was way more into her dad. Wow. Because that her hurts. mom wrote like a tell-all book twenty oh, years what a ago. Bitch. Not good. Cashed in. Um, R.I.P. Hollywood hillbilly star Mima, a.k.a. Dolores Hughes, 76. Hume as well as speaking Chinese. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I never heard of that. But I saw, again, I saw a tweet, somebody like, oh, I can't believe Mima died. And it was like the type of person who you would expect, if you guessed what somebody called Hollywood hillbillies looks like, and the fact that she was 76 and doughy and looking like shit, it's not a real surprise. Oh, this is like, um, who's that little fat girl? Yes, and her that's fat what mom. I was thinking. Yeah. What was that called? Like, honey Boo Boo. This is like another honey. This is like a knock. Yeah. Can you imagine the knockoff? Your yeah. mom? No, I'm not on Honey Boo Boo. I'm not on Honey Boo Boo. fake Honey Boo Boo. The fuck out of here. Well, R.I.P. Very sad. R.I.P. founder of the improv, Bud Friedman, 90 years old. He was a big deal in the comedy world. Big time. They didn't, they, um, just, they didn't used to be comedy clubs. People right. don't realize that. They would just play at like at bars, coffee houses. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of coffee houses. And then Vegas would yep. was like the first kind of thing. Yep. Uh, R.I.P. guitarist and founding member, member of The Clash, Keith Levine, 65. 
I'm surprised 65. I would have guessed a little older. I Well, Stromer died at 50, and that was in, yeah, because he would have been 70, because he died in 2002. I've read several books about the clash. I'm having a hard time remembering this Keith. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know him either, but I, I I'm a, obviously a big fan yes. of that band. So yeah. if he founded the group, yeah, he might've been a Pete best. Kind well, of they, they were kind but... of put together by Bernie Rhodes, the manager. And they like, what do you call that? When you steal somebody from another band, they uh, poached poached. That's the word. Thank you. That's my Mindy Kaling for the day. The thing I can't think of. <laughs> They poached uh, Joe Strummer from from his pub rock band, the 101 or so. Levine probably was the guy there prior to JS. Mm. Uh, R.I.P. Merhan Karimi Nasiri, the Iranian man who lived in a Paris airport for 18 years and inspired a horrible Tom Hanks movie called The Terminal. He was 80. Missed it. I, I saw it coincidentally on a plane and I'm thinking there's not many options here and it's Spielberg and Hanks and they're almost always great. I mailed it in. Like, is this going to be a slightly worse version of, of uh, uh, catch me if you can or something. That's a good movie. Right. You're thinking like, all right, I didn't hear the bus. it It can't, yeah, it can't be, as good as those because I haven't heard it, but maybe it's something. It was it was horrible, horrible. I, I can't imagine. Why are we celebrating a man for living eighteen years in the airport? It's, it's, uh, I need the back. Well, I don't. Please, if you have it, don't give me the backstory on that. But there's there's more to it. There has to be. You can't just roam. Yeah. Okay. And then RP British actor Leslie Phillips, 98. He was a lot of old timey things and he was the talking head in Harry Potter. Good long run. I always think, did his, 98. Did his dick still work? Because if my dick works, probably I'm not. In. But I got to think, if he was getting the like Harry Potter part at the end, he probably had, he probably made all his money in his 80s. Yeah, good point. So he's. Living on borrowed time. I don't know. Um, I hope everyone's sitting down. Harvey Weinstein's penis looked like it had been chopped off and sewn back on, said accuser. Hey, fam. There's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and a man, Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week and see. Talking loud, comments, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star. Even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot Man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller
Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.